This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Thursday, May 26, 2022. And in this episode, I finally got my friend back on, my friend and co-host Ilya, where we're finally getting to discuss the... Groundbreaking, very memorable film, The Godfather. It is now the 50th anniversary. The Godfather came out on March 24th, Mar- March 24th, 1972. And now, two months later, after first talking about Avi with The Godfather, 50th anniversary retrospective, this is going to be all about Ilya and his thoughts and opinions about The Godfather. Now that it's been 50th anniversary, came out March 24th, 1972. And finally, uh, two months, well, we were discussing about doing this one for a while now. So, um, yeah, let's get right into this. So, Ilya, welcome. I'm welcome. What's that? What's up? No, I was just going to say welcome back. I was just going to say welcome back on. Hope you're doing well. And uh, opening first comment I want to ask is, what are your opening initial thoughts about The Godfather from 50th anniversary, 1972? So initial thoughts are, it was obviously a great movie. I don't know. I don't know if it was groundbreaking or not. I heard you say that it was groundbreaking. I don't know if it was groundbreaking. But it may, it did kind of remind me of something that I would would care to mention. So I was watching a documentary about it like a while ago, probably a year or two ago. And basically, one of the things I like that I thought was interesting that the documentary was saying was that uh, Hollywood had done lots of uh, mob movies before The Godfather, and they were all kind of considered to be kind of like garbage because they weren't really. Uh, consistent with true mafia culture, uh, etc. And so The Godfather was the first movie uh, that Hollywood made that actually somewhat, not, not, not 100%, but somewhat showed what the mob really was like and was not a farce, wasn't, a, wasn't garbage. It was like actually... Uh, more serious and it was believable and it was uh, poignant and people really liked it and it was it wasn't just like a you know just kind of like a like a uh, what do you call it like a spaghetti western version of the mob because that's what pretty much movies were before then they were kind of like like westerns kind of like bullshit you know made up fiction fantasy fairy tale versions of the mob and it was a little bit closer to the real mob. So that was like my initial thought. I, I have more, but I'll, I, I don't want to... I, I like... I like how you described that. I like how you described all that so far in the way you just um, uh, uh, made the connection between the, how you said all that. And you know what? You're right. I I had a poor, I had a poor choice of words when it came to using the word groundbreaking. I don't think that's the right exact word to use for that. So maybe it was. I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't. I just don't know if I if I agree with you. But go ahead. No, it's all good. Dude. But well, yeah. Well, in, well, I'm trying to find other words to use. But for me, groundbreaking maybe was not exactly the right exact choice. But uh, I like how you described how the way you just described that in this few lines is a good way to open the started about it. Um, let's go first now with, um, let's go for, let's go over some of the characters. Cause the movie has a lot of different characters. Oh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. With all with each other. So what are some of the yeah, main, yeah, yeah. main sure. character, main characters and side characters that you want to discuss about? Uh, well, it, that, that's an easy one. Obviously Vito Corleone, or uh, Vito Corleone, however it's pronounced correctly, Michael, uh, I 
want to discuss uh, his wife was Kate was his wife I forgot but uh, basically the lady that played his wife Apollonia was his first wife I really I would I want to discuss Apollonia a little bit and uh, Kate I believe was his second wife the one he had the children with Apollonia died in the uh, in the car explosion um, and then uh, what is it uh, his brother the one that betrayed him that he later had executed. I forgot his uh, I forgot his name, but definitely that one was really interesting. And then the two that were going to betray him, that were um, that were going that were trying to betray him, that were in bed with uh, Bardini. I think was Bardini was the Barzini Barzini, the one that was uh, the rival mobster. Those two, I forgot their names. And then um, he had a couple. There's a couple more characters, but uh, Alec. Alec, I think, was his like right hand. He was kind of like his main hitman, I think. Yeah, I really liked him. It was uh, kind of interesting. And other than that, his sister a little bit, and then maybe his mother, because she doesn't really get a lot in the movie. She doesn't get a lot of uh, screen time, and nobody. I don't think anybody really ever talks about her. But I, I really found her to be interesting. Her character to be interesting, and I think that's something worth really discussing. Why, why do you? Why do you? Why do you, Why do you think that she's that she's not so much talked about? Well, because the movie is centered about the people who are actually the gangsters, right? Not the side, not the side characters. And I think it's interesting to discuss the side characters because they they shape the movie, they shape the story. But people don't realize like they have a lot to do with the story because let's say the story wouldn't end up the way it was if it wasn't for the side characters. And like, how did those side characters influence the the, the main characters? And nobody really ever talks about them. Everybody only talks about the main characters, but without the side characters, the main characters wouldn't exist. Yeah, that's they a good, that's a, that's a very, way, that's, yeah, 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 that's a very good point about that, very good point. Yeah, so that's my two cents, man. Cool, all right. Um, now, we can go back to some more characters in a sec, but now I want to ask you, what did you think of the, the musical score and how the music sounded for the movie? So, I believe, was it Ennio, Ennio Morricone? Marconi, who did the musical? Possibly. I'd have to. We'd have to. We'd have to. We'd have to look that up exactly. Yeah. I'm not sure, but um. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was Ennio Marconi. While you're looking it up, I'm just gonna talk a little bit about Ennio Marconi. Sure. I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly because he's literally probably my favorite composer, like ever. Even though he's a 20th century composer, and people don't, I don't think people really think of him as a classical composer. I don't know if he's a classical composer or not. But the point is, his scores are so amazing. I think he rivals Beethoven, Mozart, Bach, all those all those people, basically. I think he, he just did, does these amazing scores. And he did all the scores. I just kind of like been, I uh, slowly been kind of researching him because I'm just really fascinated by his music. And, and so uh, he basically did all, uh, pretty much, I, I believe he did all the scores for Sergio Leone. Uh, Sergio Leone, I don't know if you guys know, listeners, like, I don't know if you know who uh, Sergio Leone is, but if you don't know, if you know, obviously, then you know, but if you don't know, so Sergio Leone did pretty much a bunch of Westerns, almost exclusively with uh, Clint Eastwood back in the 60s, and then he did one of my favorite movies uh, ever, uh, which is Once Upon a Time in America, that was his last movie, uh, so Sergio Leone basically almost exclusively did his musical compositions, his musical scores were almost, I believe, either exclusively done by Ennio Morricone 
or almost exclusively done by Ennio Morricone. Okay, so, so let me just let me just music. let me just yeah. run through the music and what it says for the soundtracks. Okay, the soundtrack. Right, just, this, just, that's fine. Okay, the soundtrack for the movie includes uh, music by Carmine Coppola. Music by Johnny Farrow, lyrics by Marty Sims. These are with Mal, 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 uh, Wedding Sequence 1972. I have one, I have But One Heart 1945. Luna Mezzomir, composed by Paolo, Paolo Citerra, performed by Morgana King. Manhattan, Manhattan Serenade by 1928, music by Louis Alter, performed by Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra. Then it talks about two Christmas songs. Uh, then it calls to the Bells of St. Saint Mary's, All My Life, 1944 by Irvin Berlin. Mona Lisa, lyrics by Jay Livingston, music by Ray Evans. Uh, something, something called the Pasagila and Fugue in C minor. So something in a back, baptism sequence has something with a C minor. Right. Non so non so plu by uh Wolfgang uh, Armadeus uh, Mozart uh some some kind of music by Giuseppe Vordi libretto by Francesco Maria Peve this loneliest 1972 written and performed by Carmine Coppola uh, something of a jolly fellow again. Uh, Anto, Anto, Canto, Siciano, and Solid Potato Salad, written by Don Ray and Gene DePaul. So that's all a bunch of different music that was in the movie. Oh, okay. Okay, I was almost, I was almost certain it was Ennio Morricone. Yeah. Okay, so I was wrong about that, because Francis Ford Coppola obviously is not Sergio Leone. But okay, I was surprised because I, um... The main Godfather theme, I figured it was uh, Ennio Morricone. It was really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the main, the main Godfather theme. Yeah. Now let's see. Uh, I want to go over some of the more characters. Some might be side characters or main. I don't know. I don't know exactly. You would know better than me. But first, I want to talk about for you for a sec. I want to talk about uh, where's he at? I'm looking for his name. Uh, and, uh, I want to get to him in a sec, but someone else. Uh, I gotta open it up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Robert, Robert, well, I'll start with, I'll start with Robert. Robert Duvall, he's been in a lot of movies, different decades. What'd you make of Robert, yeah. Duvall, Robert Duvall? Well, are you asking me what do I think of him as an actor? What do I think of his character? Um, we can, his, his uh, let's go with, um, let's go with actor first and character second. So, okay, well, I think he's a great actor. I mean, he's, I mean, he's not Pacino, he's not De Niro. He, he's a good supporting actor. I haven't really seen him in a lot of movies, honestly. That's fine. Okay, I'm trying to look up the other guy's name. You still uh, you still there? Somebody else. All right, you're still there. We, we can look it up later, but I don't remember if he was an easy rider. That's one of my favorite movies. We can talk about that later, too. Okay. But, uh, so, yeah, I think he's a decent actor. I don't think he's, he's like, a great actor. And I think that... Um, he reminds me of somebody, I forgot who, but I, I was confused him with uh, somebody else. But anyway, I think that um, I kind of, I kind of uh, compare him with uh, James Woods. Okay. I don't know why, but I compare yeah. him with James Woods a lot. And I think James Woods is better as an actor, and he plays similar roles. Because James Woods played the uh, supporting role in Once Upon a Time in America with Robert De Niro. And so I kind of compare him because they kind of had similar roles, right? I like, James yeah. Woods, 
I like how, you know I, what I mean? yeah, yeah, I like how you explain that. Now, I, I like how you explain that. Now, I just found the other actor's name that I was looking for that I believe is the one that, uh, betrayed or, betrayed or, um, his, his friend or his brother or something. And the actor's name is, um, uh, John, John Cazell when he played Fred, Fredo. And John Cazell was also right. in, uh, right. Dog Day, Dog Day Afternoon with Pacino. What do you make of the actor John Cazell first, um, as in, John Cazell as Fredo, but first as an actor and then, and then as the character? So as an actor, I think he's a really great actor. I think he's an underrated actor, I would say. Uh, I thought I saw Dog Day Afternoon a little bit, but I wasn't uh, I wasn't super interested in it. Maybe if I watch that again, I might enjoy it a little bit more. Officially, but, officially, uh, so officially, he's a great actor. Yeah. Officially, he's been in The Godfather, The Conversation, The Godfather Part Two, Dog Day Afternoon, and The Deer Hunter. So he's been all. Yeah, the, I was gonna say the Deer Hunter. That was what I was gonna. Yeah, think. he was in that. That was, was his last movie. movie. Yeah, his very la his very last movie was the Deer Hunter. But yeah, I would like how you said that he's like kind of oh, under un okay. underrated. I like that you said he was like underrated. He's very underrated. I think he's a great actor. Um, I don't know what happened. I mean, I would have to research him a little bit more, like his personal life, like why he didn't continue. Right. Uh, uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He had. Maybe he, he made enough money. Yeah. So he had. He had stuff going. Yeah, I think he had stuff going on personally for sure. Um, there's also another character outside oh, okay. of outside of Robert Duvall called um Sonny by James Con. What do you make of a, J a James Con? Yeah, oh yeah, James Con. Yeah, James Con. Uh, man, he is amazing. I really like him a lot. He's actually kind of underrated, I think, as well. Um, like he was in Las Las Vegas with uh, Josh Duhamel and uh, Courtney. What was her? Courtney Cox, I believe. Courtney, not Courtney Cox. Sorry, that's somebody else. That's from Friends. Who, I, I forgot her name, but uh, the, the lady, the lady that uh, was on, um, damn it, I can't remember. Unhappily Ever After, she was on Unhappily Ever After, which was a '90s comedy, uh, and uh, kind of like Married with Children, kind of similar, similar. Oh, oh be, wait, real quick, uh, before, before, I wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's great, anyway. but, but wait, wait, you, you, yeah. you, you, you just, rem you just reminded me of something. I wanted you to mention when you mentioned that when it was kind of similar to yeah. Married with Children, they just announced recently. Uh, as far as entertainment news, that the original cast, the original cast of Married with Children is going to be coming back in an animated form of the original cast coming. All the original cast. Wow. And they're going to come back I in like some sort of animated, back. some sort of animated form. It's kind of similar, I guess, to Family Guy or South Park, that sort of thing. Yeah, but the original exactly. cast, the original cast of the original show, that means, uh, you know, Al Bundy, the wife, the kids, they're going to come back in some sort of animated form of a thing, thing coming out on something. Right. So I thought, I thought that was That's very fun. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. Really I just good. had to mention that when uh, you. I just had to mention that when yeah. you mentioned married with married with children. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we're. Uh, I'm trying to. I was trying to keep it. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm when you. It, I'm trying to keep it on track. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, me too. So it's just, just that when you said that. Yeah. Yeah, I was just mentioning that James Conn was in Las Vegas with these people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, we got to kind of sidetrack, but yeah, yeah. So James Conn is a great actor. I think that uh, as far as his, you you want to know about his performance specifically in The Godfather or just him as an actor? Like let's go with let's start with let's start with uh, his performance in the movie. Yeah, I think he did really well. I think he could have done better. Uh, he played kind of that typical macho, machismo, you know, Italian guy, which was you know obviously appropriate for the movie. Uh, but I think his character didn't really have any depth because it was all just. El Macho, I, you know, I, I, I pork a lot of uh, females and I cheat on my wife and I have a bunch of mistresses and I'm really macho. And that was it. Like, that literally was his whole character. Mm. And I think, um, 
I think he could have done better. And that's all like he he pretty much like he plays those roles almost nonstop. He plays those macho roles. So I think his character could have had more depth. But you know, it could have it, it made sense from the directors, I would say from directors or the producers, uh, writers, whatever uh, viewpoint, maybe they didn't want him to have too much depth because they wanted to focus on Michael and they wanted Michael and Vito to be the main the main characters and the, the people with the main amount of depth. Uh, and if they, you know, they wouldn't have uh, wanted, um, you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't have, uh, if the, too many characters had too much depth. Right. Now I got to, I got to follow. The oh yeah. That's, that's a good point there. I got a follow up question with a lot of people praising this movie yeah. with a lot of people praising this movie. Is there anything particularly, is there anything about this movie that you think you didn't like or could have, is kind of weak about it, even though it's so well liked and things about the whole thing? Is there anything about the movie that you thought there was a weakness or, or that you didn't like about the movie? Do I think there was anything I didn't like about the movie? Hold on, let me just think for a second. I gotta look at the time real quick. I got almost three hours before I even have to be where I'm supposed to be at now. Yeah, check yeah, check on that. Check on that first. Yeah. Check yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got plenty of time. I gotta I'm gonna stop by and get some coffee and stuff. Uh anyway, so uh is there anything I didn't like? Well, that's a good question. I wasn't expecting that, so I gotta think about that for a second. So basically, um I think I think, again, like like I said, the movie was kind of like romantic, uh, you know, a lot of people write that, and I've read it a lot of places that, uh, you know, it's a romanticized version of the mob, and I would definitely say that's true. It's definitely a sugar-coated, romantic, fairy tale version of the mob. It isn't what the mob is really like, and it's super, you know, inaccurate. So I didn't like that. I think there are some movies that are way more more true true to the, um, whatever, the, I, I don't remember the expression, but basically true, more true to, you know, what really is, right? I, I uh, yeah. So I didn't like that. Yeah. And I didn't like, I just didn't like that, uh, they could have built the other characters more. They literally just focused on Michael and people they really focused on. They didn't really build up the other characters. It was basically just focused on Vito and Michael, their relationship, their transit, you know, the transition of leadership from Vito to Michael, him, you know, taking the reins over the family and all that. And I thought it was great. I mean, that, that was great. You know, he played, you know, Al Pacino obviously is, is, you know, one of the best actors of easily ever, you know, definitely the 20th century. And he does an amazing job. Yeah, I just, I think the movie could have, could have had more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. All right. Um, uh, I, think, I can compare some movies and I'll tell you what I think. I can compare. I, I like to compare things because it gives perspective. For sure. Perspective. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's so compare like, it. So I just don't, I don't want to get sidetracked too much. And I don't know, listeners, please just kind of comment, leave some comments or something. Let us know, like, what you think. Do we try? Do we go off track too much? Do we go off on a tangent, branch off too much? Or are we, is it okay? Yeah. I don't know, because I like to kind of go, I naturally just kind of go off on tangents. Me too. And so, Me too. Um... So I'm not sure, but yeah, but basically, like, I keep thinking of one movie in particular that I, for some reason, when I think of The Godfather, like, as we're talking about it, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, if you haven't, definitely check it out, I believe it's on Netflix, I believe it's on Netflix, I can't say for sure, but uh, really great movie, not, I don't think it's very well known, uh, it's called Layer Cake, Layer Cake with uh, Daniel Craig, 
Um, it's really, really good movie. And uh, for some reason, it kind of reminds me of The Godfather because it's similar. The ideas are similar. The similar, you know, it's mobsters and all that. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to spoil the movie. Audi- so, Audi- check it out. so, Audi- have you seen it? I, I haven't seen it, but I know I've heard a lot about it. Audience, I just want to let you know that yeah. the number, he, the, uh, the movie he's speaking of with Daniel Craig is either a 2000, 2004 or 2005 movie, one of those two years. Yeah, one of those two years. Really good, really good. One of my favorite movies right now. I, I before you and, be, uh, wait before you go off more about about it real quick. I don't want to sidetrack again too much, but but since you mentioned Daniel Craig with the layer cake, have you seen yet or not yet seen yet Bond Twenty Five: No Time to Die? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I was waiting to see it with you. I was actually going to watch it with you because we were planning on watching it together. Yeah. Remember we were talking about Yeah, we were. We, we, we were talking. We, we were. Um, to not to get too sidetracked. Yeah, like definitely if there's a way you could watch that on a home release and then we could finally talk about it. That's fine. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, fair. All right, back to, to, that's fine. That's fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, back to Layer Cake. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, back, that's fine. Yeah, back to Layer Cake for a sec. Tell, tell them a little bit about Layer Cake without giving too much away. Yeah, so I don't want to spoil it. So basically, uh, I'll say as much as I can. So basically, uh, so Daniel Craig is a, uh, basically a drug dealer, right? He's not a drug dealer. He's not a, um, uh, I forgot what the word is, but he's not a low-level drug dealer. He's not at the bottom. He's kind of in the middle of the food chain, so he kind of he basically he's the middleman between the the basically the kingpin and the people that sell on the streets or whatever. He just kind of sells in bulk, whatever. He doesn't go, he doesn't stand on the street corner, all of that, right? Uh, so he's basically a drug dealer, and uh, he gets into a situation. I don't remember exactly all. The, I don't remember the the whole plot, but basically he gets a situation where. A rival steals from somebody, like one of the distributors or whatever, one of the manufacturers of the cocaine that he sells. And so this whole story begins, and and, and that's where I'll leave it off because I don't, again, like Would, I said, no, I don't no, last, one last question. Yeah, one last question about that. Would you say that Layer Cake is more more realistic, more realistic or less realistic than Godfather? No, it would definitely be very much more realistic. That was the whole point. Okay. That's the point I was trying to make. That that's what I didn't like about the Godfather because it was a sugar-coated fairy tale version of the mob. I got you. Much uh, better. Like I said, Layer Cake was a much better version. I think Once Upon a Time in America is kind of a better version of what the mob is really like. There's also there's lots of movies I just can't remember them all right now. Rock all right. and Roll I kind of like. It's not Rock and Roll isn't really specifically. It's it's not exactly similar to The Godfather, but it's still a really good movie, right? Right. Um, but kind of similar, uh, uh, mobster movies, right? Uh, right. Give me a second, okay? Hold on, I gotta. Okay, uh, I can't really think of all the movies right at this moment. Now wait a sec. I want to hold on. I hold. No, that's fine. That's fine. Just hold on for a sec. Before we continue, Ellie and I finally got him on to talk Godfather 50th anniversary. We're gonna segue now to a quick commercial break. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts 
to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we're back talking now with my friend and co-host Ilya. We finally got, found the time to talk about The Godfather 1972, 50th anniversary. It came out on March 24, March 24th, 1972. And this is our special rep, 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 uh, retrospective about it. Um, I want to ask you, what did you think of Talia, Talia, Shire, Talia Shire's character? Right, so Talia Shire's character, so Michael's sister. Um, so... I mean, again, she had a very small role up until, hold on one second, dude. Sure. So she was a minor, kind of a minor character until Godfather Five Three. I think she had more of a, more, more screen time or at least more of a, more bigger role in Godfather Five Three. I thought she was all right. Look, I, I don't think she did a fantastic job or anything. Like I thought, she was decent. That's 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 funny. that's that's and fine. Think, that's that's um that's fine. I think, Real. I I think I think Kate. That's what I was saying. Like I like to compare people and stuff. I think Kate had a bigger role, much bigger role than than Talia's character. So Kate. Kate oh, you mean um Kate? Who's Kate? Uh, uh, I keep forgetting uh, Diane Keaton. Diane oh yeah, Keaton. Diane. Yes, Diane. Diane. Right, Ke- Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton is also in this movie. Yes, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton plays K K uh, Adams. Diane Keaton plays K Adams. K K oh, Adams. K, yeah. Kate. Yeah. K yeah, K A Y. Yeah. Her name. Okay. Yeah. So K. Um. So I think K had a much bigger role, obviously. So uh, yeah. So I just think. Oh, where'd you go? Wait, by the way, I'll okay. keep talking about it until, uh, until you find out, okay? Okay. Um, I have a quick question. Be- before those female yeah. characters, you briefly mentioned part three, the third movie. What did you think? Obviously, people praise and like the first two movies, part one and part two, but what are your quick thoughts about how, what, how part three was like in the, the third part, third uh, part three? Yeah, so everywhere I read, people always say, well, it was, such a, it was such garbage compared to the first two, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was really good. I, I mean... All right, you're breaking up. Part one and part two, obviously. You know, I, but I still think it was really good. I think it was a good, really good movie. I think they could have made it a little bit better, a little bit different. But I don't think it was a bad movie at all. I think it was a really great movie. Obviously, uh, uh, Vito wasn't in it. And so De Niro wasn't in it, obviously. Because you know, Vito wasn't in. I just, I just want to, I just before you continue, I just want to let you know that sometimes the call's dropping, so maybe it's a bad Wi-Fi signal for where you're at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm driving. I'm driving. On the okay. Phones. That's so fine. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Continue then. Yeah, I, it goes in and out. So it is what it is, you know. Yeah. But um. So. So what, the, what were you asking me again? We were talking oh, about the, we were talking three. about uh, yeah part three. Movie. Dude, I thought it was a really great movie. It been better. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it was a good movie. I don't think. I mean, I don't know if it was even expected to be as good. Uh, I remember again. I remember it wasn't Francis Ford Coppola that was directing. It was his daughter, so Sophia Coppola was directing it. No. So obviously, you cannot expect the same quality from someone who is. 
Hold on a sec. Uh, who's a junior Wait a sec. Actually, I just, hold on. I just, hold on a sec. I just looked up. But hold on. I just looked up part three. It says director of Godfather part three, Francis Ford Coppola. He did direct the third movie, but he, he hired his daughter to be as an actress in the third movie. Yeah. He actually, he actually, Francis Ford Coppola actually directed the third movie, but hired his daughter to be a part of the third movie. So oh, that, that's so weird. Because yeah. I thought... I thought she directed it. That's no, I, I just, I just, I just looked she, it up. She, I, yeah, I just looked it up. It says that Francis Ford Coppola did, did indeed direct the third movie, but then he had hired his daughter or got his daughter on to be an actress in the, as a part in the third movie. But yeah, he indeed directed the third oh, okay. movie himself. Yeah. So in that case, I don't know. So I don't know. So I don't know why people complain about it so much because all I ever read is like, oh, it's so bad, blah blah blah. Dude, I thought it was a good movie. Especially with uh, Andy Garcia, man. He's a freaking beast, man. Yes, Andy. Yes, Andy Garcia is a big. Uh, yes, Andy Garcia is a big part of the third movie. You wish that he what? No, I wish he was in more movies. Oh yeah, yeah. He's such a good actor, yeah. man. And I'm like, I yeah. don't really see him in too many movies. Like he was in the, um, he was in the uh, Ocean's Ocean's movies, right. Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, whatever. Uh, and then, um, what do you call it? We could talk about those two also. Uh, so Ocean's, uh, the Ocean's series. Anyway, uh, Andy Garcia, dude, he's a great actor. I thought for sure. I think he made the movie honestly. Like I think he did. A, I mean, it, I, I almost want to say he almost did a better job than Al Pacino did in that movie. I, I loved him, dude. He was so good, man. He he was, he remember, he was Sonny's, Sonny's son, right? So he, like, emulated Sonny's character so well. It was almost like seeing Sonny... It was almost like watching Sonny, you know what I mean? Because yeah. So you're basically, basically, long story short, you're saying that Andy Garcia is a very, well, good actor and stuff. He should be more... He should well, be in more stuff. More. Saying, Not more, yeah, but... I'm saying a lot more. Yeah. Long story short... He did a great job, and I think he carried the movie. Right. Now, I like you. I like you said it. that with the comparing, uh, um, carrying, uh, carrying the movie and such. Uh, you mentioned earlier about how you like to compare things with movies and such. So, got a comparing question for you. Since both part one and part two are so regarded that people like a lot, how would you compare? How would how would you compare between part one and part hold two as far as hold the? I'm oh, sorry. So, hold on. Sorry. Give me a second. Just keep talking. I'm gonna. Just a second, I gotta okay. this for a minute. Alright. I was All just right. saying, um, how would you, I, I was just saying, how would you compare the difference between the quality of both uh, part one and part two compared to each other? Part one and part two compared. Oh, connection again. Okay. They were really both really good. I think they were really different. I don't know if they were expected to be different. I'm not sure what the plan was, what the intention behind behind them was. Uh, so they're not better or worse than, any, than one another. I think they're just really different. So part one focuses on Vito as a, you know, you know, older Vito. As far as I can remember, it focuses on uh, what happens with Fredo, where he basically ends up, you know, not protecting his father, where it shows that be, that uh, Fredo, Fredo is not in the, um, kind of like, he doesn't have the balls, he doesn't have the, uh, you know, he doesn't have the skills or the, whatever to lead the family, and so it shows that Michael has, and Michael takes over, so I really like that part, because I watched it a long time ago, right, like, I watched it when I was like a little, maybe not a little kid, but I was like uh, a teenager, and it, it like really made a big impression on me as a teenager, and then watching it later, 
as an adult, it, it still changes. Like, my impression of the movie changes. I start noticing more things because, obviously, I'm older and, you know, wiser and everything. So I notice more things, and then my perception of the movie changes a little bit over time. Okay, but that's good. Obviously, obviously the you know, obviously the movie... So Godfather Part 1, um, I think the main intention of the movie, the point of the movie was to show that Michael is forced to take the job um, take the job that he doesn't really want, right? Because he comes back from the war, he's a Marine Corps captain, he has wants nothing to do with the family business. I mean, it's not me saying that. It's not like I just realized this. Like, I, obviously, this, you know, people have been talking about it for, you know, the last 50 years. Right, I like how it shows. So, I don't want to go off. Uh, too off. Second, okay? okay. So, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent. Okay. But I like to think of I don't know, I don't know, um, again, I don't want to say things that people might not be able to relate to or they might not understand. Right. Maybe they're not interested in certain things. I just kind of say things as I go, and if you guys don't understand, please kind of comment on it or something. I'll try to explain things a little bit, elaborate on things, just in case someone doesn't know what I'm talking about or maybe doesn't, maybe, I'm not saying anyone like stupid or anything, I'm just saying not everybody's interested in what I'm interested in. So Wait a sec, can I, can I comment about all that? Can I? Can I comment yeah. about all that for a sec? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. There isn't yeah. a really, there isn't, I mean, people, they can send us a voice message. There's a voice message fe uh, feature on Anchor if you want to send us a voicemail in. And if you like the content that we give out within these co-hosting things, and if you have an Apple account, you can give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. So there's either send us a voicemail or give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Either one or both would help if you like what we're putting out with this stuff. Um, I did want to mention that this movie has 300, 320 bits of trivia. That's a lot of trivia this movie has. There's a bunch of th 320 bits of trivia. So that's a whole lot. That's very interesting. In the um, IMDb. Of the, yeah, yeah, on the IMDb. Yeah. And so, obviously, obviously, we don't have the time to go over all the trivia, but yeah, the movie has a lot of trivia involved with it, of course, but yeah. Um, what, yeah. let's see, I'm trying to come up with questions about the movie that we get, that we haven't yet already talked about. Um, right. Let's see, so, like, is there, like, I know there's a lot of violence, like, is the violence, like, every other scene, or how do they do with the violence? Um... I don't know about the violence. Let me just finish the topic. Let's just sure. Kind of, um, sure. Stick to one topic at a yeah, time. yeah. Let's stay. Yeah, you're right. Stick. I let's stick to one. That, that's fine. One topic at a right. time. So you were asking me, like I said, yeah, one topic. Okay, let's finish one topic. So you were asking me, hey, what do I think of part one compared to part two? Yes. Three? So that's what I was telling you about. That I think that part one, I like it because it shows how Michael takes a job he doesn't want because Fredo obviously can't perform the job. And then it shows, so basically just mainly focus on that. It kind of like everything happens with the Turk. If you remember who the Turk was, he was the uh, the rival or whatever. Okay. All, sorry, I'm not going to get into it too much because I'm going to get sidetracked too much. Okay. But um, so basically it just kind of focuses on Michael and his transition. It introduces the family, introduces Vito, introduces, you know, the structure of the family and the hierarchy and all that. And then it kind of shows again, it, it transitions into like, hey, Michael is going to take over, blah, blah, blah. There's a challenge and Michael has to overcome this challenge, blah, blah, blah. And then just kind of goes from there. So that's kind of like the summary, okay? That's kind of the bottom line with that. I don't want to get into too much. And then part two obviously shows how Michael has already basically taken over the family and now kind of everything that happens with, 
you know, in that time frame, uh, you know, Michael has taken over his transition, the leadership has transitioned, and now he has to deal with new challenges, right? And so that's why it's different. And it's not, you can't really compare them and say is one is worse or better than the other because it's different. It's apples and oranges, right? Right, um, they they have differences. They're like, you know I mean? yeah, I I know what you get. I like how you compare that with the differences of the two movies like that. Um, I did want to say also right. that I did also want to say that part two, the Godfather part two from nineteen seventy four, I believe was was got the uh winner for best picture that year. I believe. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, part two. Yeah, part two. Uh, best yeah, yeah, best uh, picture for, for part Oscars, two. For yeah, 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 for the Oscars, yeah. Um, you were mentioning about people, you were, yes, about that. Everybody, you were mentioning about people with comments. People, if you'd like to comment to us, you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash MMM Entertainment LLC slash message. If you want to send a message about your thoughts on our podcasts. So send in a voice message at anchor.fm slash MMM Entertainment LLC slash message. And if you want to support the podcast, anchor.fm slash MMM Entertainment LLC slash support. So there you go with that stuff. Okay, great. Now, we are now... Um, we're about to, Ilya, Ilya, we're about to reach 37 minutes in. I can only record up to 55 minutes. So we're just going to talk about The Godfather a bit more. But before we do, I do want to ask you, let you know what I want your homework assignment to be, okay? Uh, okay, I don't know if I want to have time, but okay. No, no, I know, I know. You, you may not have time. That's why I'm saying it'll be over time when we figure out your schedule and stuff. Uh, you may not, you may not have the time. But the homework assignment yeah. is two homework assignments. Homework assignments it, okay. for further. Let's uh, talk about it later, Ben. 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 We can do this after the podcast. Okay, that's fine. Kind of focus on. That's fine. Focus. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. So let's focus on the podcast for now. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Uh, hold on, I'm going the wrong way. So. Yeah, so go ahead. Let's just get back to get back on track. So what were you gonna say about the Godfather? Let's continue on with the topic. All right, so let's go over parts about the Godfather original part one, 1972, 50th anniversary that we haven't yet already yeah. spoken about. What parts about the movie, um, character wise, story wise, what have we yet not yet exactly spoken about yet? I don't know. What do you you're leading you're so far you've been leading the conversation, so what do you want to talk about? Um, uh, let's see. We haven't got too much about, uh, Marlon Brando. Tell me about Marlon Brando. Okay. Uh, so interesting fact, interesting trivia. Uh, I was watching something or reading something and I don't remember exactly the story exactly. I'll try to kind of, you know, summarize. Basically what I remember is, uh, they were saying that when, uh, Francis Coppola wanted to cast Marlon Brando, he showed up to his house, and Marlon Brando was just basically like a recluse at that point or something. He had grown his hair out, he had like a ponytail and stuff, and he was just kind of like, I don't really want this role, blah, blah, blah. Like, who cares? It's just, it's a stupid, it sounds like a stupid character, a stupid role. And he didn't know ahead of time, like, that was going to be his, basically his biggest role. And it was just kind of funny. I thought it was just kind of an interesting little that is That is actually so, very interesting, that bit right, you just said right there. That's very good. And so, uh, give me a second. I just got to think. I'm going to park somewhere because I have like two hours, two and a half hours before I have to be at my appointment. So I'm just going to park and find uh, spots to get some coffee and stuff. Okay. But um, so I'm just going to kind of keep talking. So basically, as far as Marlon Brando, okay. I mean, I can talk about Marlon Brando for, Brando for a while. So I think he's a great actor. I think he's 
he and Paul Newman, for some reason, like I compared them a lot. I don't know why. I think it's because they both died at about the same time. Uh, they passed away. I think Paul Newman passed away like five years ago or something. And then Mark Paul, Graham Paul, Paul. Away. Um, I believe Paul Newman. Paul Newman worked with Daniel Craig in 2002's Road to Perdition. Oh yeah, he yeah yeah he did he did. Yeah. But um, that's not the point I was trying to make. I'm I was sorry. Just saying, like I compared them. But basically, like Marlon Brando, uh, he's a great actor, but I think he's overrated. See, he's one of those characters I think is overrated. He's a good actor. He's a great actor, even. But he's not this this god. He has like a god a god complex or some shit. Because I guess for whatever reason, I think because of the Godfather, he kind of like blasted into like fucking outer space. And and ever since then, people are just been like, oh my god, Marlon Brando. Oh my god, because of that one role. Right. He was, he, he always said he was a good actor, you know what I mean? But up until that role, I don't think he was, like, that famous. I don't think he was, you know, it just, he just wasn't. He was never really, like, such a such a uh, great actor, a famous actor, until The Godfather. Right. And then, well, after The Godfather, oh, my God, everybody, all everybody ever talks about was Marlon Brando. So that's what I think, okay? Other than that, I liked him better, honestly. Like, I, like, again, I could talk about, so, like, as far as Vito specifically, I'm going to get to that in a second. But in general, so what I think, I actually like him a lot more as far as his performance in general. If you guys see, um, find the movie, okay? It's uh, uh, Mutiny, Mutiny on, the, on the Bounty, Mutiny on the Bounty, right? The 1960s version, not the one with Mel Gibson, right? So there's the one from the 90s with Mel Gibson and um, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Uh, that one was pretty good, but the original Mutant well, maybe not the original one, but it was, you know, one of the older classic ones from the 60s was the Mutant, the Mutiny on the, on the Bounty with Marlon Brando. That one I really liked a lot. I actually liked his performance that, that's probably my favorite, like his, my favorite performance of and, him. And you said it came out in the, ni- uh, you said it came out in the 1960s? I think it was the 1950s, 1960s, something okay. like that. Yeah, it's a really old movie. He was really young in the movie. He was probably like in his 30s. Wait, what was um, it? What was it called again? Uh, the mutiny on the bounty. Mutiny. On the bounty. Okay, yeah, the mutiny. Mutiny on the bounty came out in 1962. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So basically, um, basically, all I was trying to say was I think he, that was a much better performance in general, mm. and then of course on the waterfront, which is a very famous movie. Uh, you can look it up if you want, but I'm just going to talk about it until you look it up. So, uh, the... Say it again. What was the name, what was the name, of, what was the name of it again? Water, Say it again. On the waterfront. Oh, on the waterfront. On the waterfront. Okay. okay. On the water... On on the waterfront came out in 1954. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's a, like I said, it's an old movie. It's a black and white movie. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a second. I'm trying to figure something out. I can't... My thing is like stuck or something. But anyway, long story short, I thought he he did really well in that movie. But I, my favorite, like his performance, that that's my favorite personally would be the Mutant on the Bounty. I think. Uh, so I think you know he's a great actor, but I think he's overrated. Other than that, just give me a second. I gotta um, I just gotta do something. My phone is like stuck. Well, I just want to. Uh, wait, I just want to yeah. say that. Ilya, I just want to say we're now 40, 43 minutes in. It can only let me record up to 55. So I have like uh, one or two wrap-up questions to start closing this out. That's fine. We can start closing out. Okay. Okay. What's up? Cool. Right. So my next... part two. We can do a part two after this. This should, this should be part one because there's a lot more to it. You, you, think, you think we should do this one as a part one, you said? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it after. Oh, we'll figure it out. Okay. Well, the, the last, the, one of the last two questions was... Um, 
if you had to, if you had to grade or, if you had to grade or rate The Godfather, the original part one original, 1972, if Elia had to grade or rate The Godfather, what kind of rating would you give it? What, are we talking about stars, like five? Oh, well, uh, stars, stars, star, stars, stars, and slash letter grade, both. Let's start with stars. How many stars would you give it? Uh, so honestly, I would give it a B plus to an A minus. It's B plus. Not, and then like, I would give it, out of five stars, I would give it four out of five. I wouldn't, it's not a full five. I think it's, The Godfather is a little, to me, it's a little overrated as a movie. Um... I, anyway, but I would give it a four out of five. All right, so four, 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 a four out of five stars or a B plus slash A minus. Yeah, it's not a full A, like A plus or anything. People just like I said to me personally, I think it's overrated as a movie. I think it's just got it's gotten too much too much hype over the years, and people think it's like this freaking whatever. Right, right. Anyway, it's not right. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, there's I, I think there are movies that are similar that are better, and it's just it's just overrated. It's like a Toyota Camry. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like it's just gotten so much hype over the years. I mean, and but it's not what people think it is. Oh you well, I, I mean? and, oh okay, yeah. Of course, you're off topic. I don't want to get like a Mercedes, like a Mercedes or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? People yeah, yeah. Give way too much credit to you know. It's just it's just it just gotten hype over. The yeah, years. well, right now I just want to say I want to thank you for coming on again. We hadn't get to do one of these in a while, and I know that since it is the 50th anniversary of Godfather from March uh, from this year and from March now, uh, two months ago and such, we finally got you on to talk about it. I know you wanted to talk about this movie for a long time, and I'm glad we um had the opportunity to get you on to talk about Godfather 50th anniversary retrospective we're um we're 45 minutes in we can only record up to 55 so i'm just trying to wrap up the okay. thoughts here i did okay, what i was bro. what i was saying was in regards to a homework assignment is now that we finally got godfather out and done hey ben after after the podcast let's just close out the podcast then we'll oh sure sure um yeah, yeah. yeah okay so, final thought final question final right. thought about godfather you're right sorry yeah. trying to stay on track here final question about godfather um how would you, well, how would you, um, final thought is how would you, um, what, what, what would you, would you recommend this to audiences or like you said, it's it can be, um, not so great. Like, well, how, how would you tell people should they, or should it they see or, or what you, what your final feelings and thoughts and opinions are in regards to the Godfather? Just overall my final, well, yeah, basically I already said it. So, uh, overall my, uh, like I said, I think it's a little overrated. But I think it's a great movie to watch. It's a classic, and I like it because I wa I watch it every few years over and over, and every time I watch it, I still get something new out of it. Like it just never seems to completely. I never get bored of that movie. Like that's the whole series, really, except for like part three. Part three, I'm a little bit like it's kind of it's a little more simple. Uh, so I don't watch part three as much. But the first part one and part two, I watch them over and over every few years, and I just still. I still notice something new and I still you, notice something. It's almost like watching it for the first time every time. In other words, so in, in so other words, so there's so much substance. In other words, every time you watch it, you get something new and different out of it every time you watch it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Pretty right? much. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, moving for that movie to get that from it each time. So great. So everybody, I hope you all enjoyed this. Like I said, if you want to have us comments or feedback about the podcast, send me an audio voice message uh, in the way I described that earlier. Um, everybody, everybody dance and have a good time. One more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This has been friend and co-host Ilya and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out to the next co-hosted podcast. Sounds good, bro.